What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Dump Off. It's your boy Chino. I am joined together, <laughs> joined by <laughs> the gang. We got G, KB, and Taryn. Boys, how y'all doing? I missed y'all. Doing good. How are you doing? No dilly today. Yeah, no dilly today. Um, What's up, dilly? Yeah, prayers out of dilly. Uh, thank you guys for your prayers. Okay. They really helped. But, you know, <laughs> now they got to go to dilly. Taryn, what you got for us? Uh, football? No shit. Uh, <laughs> I like that. See? see? Come on. Okay, I'm giving the people what they want, man. What What do you want from me? Uh, lot, who was it that said right away when we got into the call, like, screw this week because they were all blowouts? KB. Was that, oh, that, was, that was me. Yeah. Oh. I'm just, like, looking at the scores, and I, I agreed with you at the time, but, man, yeah. <laughs> and a lot of the close games were so lame, like Se Seahawks, Steelers, Dolphins, Jaguars, etc. Uh, I don't like. Do you guys want to go game by game, or do you just want to talk about like ones that you thought were interesting, or stuff we can take stuff from? Uh, yeah, let's do that because there are obviously there's a lot of games that just didn't matter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, honestly, we're kind of at that point where we don't gotta discuss some of these. Um, <laughs> KB, why don't you give me one that you? Uh, liked or learned something from or something like that um well i'll stay away from bears packers yeah you probably should for now but <laughs> my god um i think i want to start with kansas city against washington um we definitely needed a bounce back game from kansas city uh and we got it from anyone other than patrick mahomes who throw who throws two more picks which our season bet of 12 interceptions looks absolutely awful um they beat up a bad Washington team that has a horrible defense. And, um, I mean, that was a game for a half. Washington had the lead. So, um, by no means was it easy. There is definitely something off about this Kansas City Chiefs team. Uh, I am worried that, you know, with with a schedule that will be AFC West heavy and those teams are very competitive, that um, we might see the Chiefs falter, especially, in a, again, in a competitive AFC West. Um, yeah, Patrick Mahomes. I just, I don't know if he's injured or maybe he's just finally being exposed for being a bad decision maker. And I, I know one of those picks was, it looked fluky. It looked stupid. Terrence showed it to me while we were watching the Bears game. Like it just, it looked horrible. Um, but yeah, they, they really need to start getting him in a groove and getting him into the rhythm. Um, I'm thinking some defenses are are starting to figure him out. They're they're forcing him to make plays um that he just can't be making anymore. He's just making such bad decisions. Like yeah. just your offense is good enough. Just live to see another down, man. I don't understand. I'm assuming it's just gotta be because he's gotten away with it for so long. Yeah. Because we know he can make like crazy throws. But that's the reason I made the bet with you to begin with, because that it was going to come back to bite him at some point or another. doesn't mean we don't think he's one of the best quarterbacks in football or anything, but he's got to either stop making those really dumb decisions or they've got enough win enough games through it that they kind of return to the positive end of variance. Uh, it was sure. really – oh, sorry. I, I, I was, was just going to say, fuck you, G. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, it It was really a tale of two halves for Mahomes. In the first half, he didn't look 
really good at all. He threw his two picks in the first half. No touchdowns. The second half, he looked better. He looked more decisive to me. Uh, my thing on Mahomes, it just seems like he's trying to do too much, which, again, it, he's done. But I think the way the – how bad the defense is playing, it seems like – I think he's, like, in his head too much. Like, I need to make these plays or else I'm going to be playing, like, catch-up ball the whole game because the defense can't stop anything. I think once this defense maybe – kind of figures stuff out a little bit more and they can get some actual stops, then I think he'll begin to settle in, use the weapons he has. And because we've seen him obviously be dominant and I just think it's about him settling in, the defense improving, and then I think the Chiefs will be okay. Yeah, I I agree with G 100%. I feel like he's trying to do too much and I feel like he's just trying to play hero ball too much. And I feel like that's coming back and bite him in the ass. Like, he's, like, I, yeah, everyone likes the flashy, no-look throws, sidearm and everything. But I feel like now would be the time to just go back to your basics. Just go be Patrick Mahomes, cut the cute shit for a little bit, get back on track. I feel like that's what the Chiefs got to do, and this defense got to play better, man. This just, it's bad. And if they keep if that defense stays like that, they're gonna be in for a rough rest of the season. KB, if the Chiefs played the Cardinals right now on a neutral field, what do you think the line would be? Right now, neutral field, I think the Cardinals would be favored by at least a field goal, just because of the defense um, on the Chiefs side. Um, yeah. also, I mean, they got away with playing a bad Washington offense, but other than that, I mean, the last two games against the Bills, the Eagles, they let out 30 points and the Chargers, I guess. I mean, this, this team basically gives up 30 points a game. Um, and if it weren't for Washington, Taylor Haneke being awful, they would have given up more points. Um, and I also think the Cardinals are legit, so. Yeah, I was just curious because that's a game I would look at, and I even after everything we've seen, I'd be like, eh, no. I mean, for like the struggles that we're touching on now, they threw two picks and put up thirty-one points. Still, yeah. So like, if if they can clean up some of the the bullshit, their offense still still is humming. And Hardman fumbled too. Yeah, that's all. Just gotta cut down on these turnovers. Yeah, the turnovers are uh, are out of hand. Um, gee, how about you? Do you got uh any any games in particular stick out to you? Um, the the Raiders and the Broncos game Ooh. really stuck out. Because this was a Broncos team started off 3-0. We were very high on the Broncos, especially their defense at the beginning of the year. And they just don't look good to me, to be honest, anymore. In the first three games, they played maybe the three worst teams in the league. But this Raiders team put up 34 points on them. Teddy threw three picks. And fumbled. This is 
I think maybe we were too high on the Broncos this year. They do have some defensive injuries. They are missing Jerry Judy, but a team like the Raiders that they might have been desperate, but everything that's gone on in their organization this week at home, I thought they would put up that the Broncos would have put up at least a better fight than what they showed. I didn't like the way they played at all. Yeah, I'm just really disappointed in the in the Broncos right now. Dude, Max Crosby is playing out of his mind. Uh, he's unreal. That dude is so good. It's actually nuts. And the like he's really the reason that their defense is not completely atrocious right now. Also, I'm surprised you don't want to talk about your Colts kicking the living shit out of the Texans. I mean, I know it's the Texans, and, like, what does that mean? And the Colts have also looked bad. But Carson Wentz has not looked as god-awful the last two weeks. No, he's been, looking, he's been looking good. He's he made some nice throws to T.Y. deep, to Paris deep. Um, so, yeah, Carson Wentz has been playing better. He still holds on to the ball too long for my liking, but yeah, they uh, – He's been looking pretty good. Maybe all he needed was T.Y. Hilton. And also, Moali Cox might be the best tight end of all time. We don't know yet. <laughs> still up in the air. He's so good. He may also be the largest human I've ever seen. Exactly. More of the reason just to feed him. Big also, Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor is just having a fantastic season. He's a Underrated. Monster. Underrated by whom? <laughs> Uh, I mean, no one talks about him comparative to running backs, I feel like. Right, here we go with Terrence. Running that, backs don't I, matter. Well, they don't, but I don't... Yeah, no, I compared to running fair. backs, I'm not... You know. I see your point, but I think that's less about Jonathan Taylor and more about the Colts being bad. <laughs> At least to I start mean, the year. Sorry, Gene. If the Titans... <laughs> I know we're recording this Monday, so if the Titans lose and the Colts set up um, to be a game out with the Sunday night game against... Uh, the 49ers at Levi Stadium. It's a big game for the Colts, especially the, the rough. The Chiefs. Next yeah, week. so I mean, yeah. the rough schedule that they had, or the rough start that they had, that that can be washed away, and they're back in a competitive division. Competitive division. Yeah, our schedule gets a little bit easier. We got the 49ers. I believe it looks like Jimmy's trending to play, so we'll see how that works. But then we got the Titans, the Jets. The Jaguars as the next three games, so we could really, we could probably win the division still. I think Look at that, but he's hopeful. I like, I like six and eleven, but who cares? It doesn't matter. Winning the division still counts. Man, um, I wanted to talk about Ravens Chargers, bro. Okay. Man, what an ass kicking! <laughs> I think Dilly's not here to hear this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we we do. We said it on the preview. I I apologize for, to him for picking the Chargers to win because the second I do that, it was the nail in the coffin that they were going to lose. And here you go, they lose thirty points. Yikes, dude! I just want to say, really good. I, I I have to say that I was the only one who took the Ravens. You were congratulations. That's true. Good job. You're the only one to pick the Bears. Yeah, suck me. <laughs> um. 
Dude, Lamar, I can't even believe this is happening right now. But he's slowly but surely turning me into a believer. We're like multiple weeks now in this year where he has looked good at throwing the football. Like his biggest issues have been his fumbling. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, That's been really bad for some reason. It has been really bad. And always it seems to be not even just in the red zone, but like within the 10 within the yard, ten line. yard line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he, he's looked really good. And the, the Chargers, I think Herbert's age showed a little bit. Because despite, you know, not having Marcus Peters and being a little banged up, um, the Ravens defense do a lot of creative things, mix up their coverages, interesting blitz packages. And it, for as good as Herbert is, it, it seemed to get to him a little bit. Plus, Keenan Allen's great, and Mike Williams has been awesome, but he's still not a separator. So when you play creative defense and you don't have more than one receiver that can really create separation. The The secondary for the Ravens didn't have to be that great because Herbert was a tick slow, and really they only have one guy that can just get open on his own. And, I mean, yeah, they got, they, they got blown out. There's no other way to put it there. This also showed how bad the charges are at run defense and a team like the Ravens like last week it worked against the Browns like the Browns ran all over them but they pulled it out but this game just everyone was breaking off runs Devonta Freeman Latavius Murray Lamar Jackson all over or around five yards of carry Devonta Bell Freeman, got Le'Veon Bell got a touchdown. Yeah, it hell? was that guy. They got to fix something with this run defense. I don't know what's going on there. Their in, inside of their D line is not looking good. I know Taron was high on Jerry Tillery. He's was. been awful. That was that was one of he's, my bigger whiffs. He's been <laughs> awful. He's so bad. They gotta. I think they gotta need to improve this quickly, or else it's just gonna be it's gonna get out of hand. God, I can't. I can't handle the Chargers, bro. Like two of my biggest draft whiffs are also Chargers. Three of my biggest draft whiffs are also Chargers. I just can't pick them to win. I can't do anything with their players. Herbert, I didn't like. Tillery, I liked. Nasir Adderley, I loved, and he has been banged up, but hasn't looked good at all. Fuck that team, man. I've never talked about them. Again. I also loved Nasir Adderley, so. Okay, well, at least I'm not on the Seals. <laughs> also, like, with this Ravens offense that we thought would be just ruined because of the injuries, uh, I mean, now they have a pretty good receiving core. Like, I like Mark Andrews, Hollywood Brown. I know Sammy Watkins was out, but, you know, you replace him with Rashad Bateman. That receiving core looks a lot better now. And then, uh, you know, the, the guys they picked up off the street, Devonta Freeman and Latavius Murray, um, if they can continue just being consistent like they are, th- this offense looks fantastic. Um, and I guess I'm wondering, what, who, who would you guys take on a neutral field with the Ravens and the Bills? Um, obviously, the, the crown of the AFC right now, the Bills look unstoppable on the offensive side, and their defense looks a lot better. But the Ravens, they've just been you know, constant. And I think that they have, if not the best, one of the two or three 
among the top two or three best coaches in the league, John Harbaugh. So uh, I, it's tough to see who I like at the top right now. I think I lean the Ravens, but that's a really good one. Uh, like, uh, I feel like the spread should be a pick on a yeah. neutral field. Honestly, yeah. like they're they're both so good. The coaching is both so good. Their quarterbacks are so good and good in similar ways. Um, man, I'd probably go with Buffalo just because I prefer their weapons a little bit more. And despite Lamar impressing me a lot and me starting to become a believer, Josh Allen is still Josh Allen. I, I think I'd rather have him. But that's a, a good question. And I, like I think if they played 10 times, they'd probably go 5-0. Oh, yeah. I'd agree with that. It's it sucks that they're not playing during the regular season, and I'm interested to see how the regular season plays out and who gets home field. Because if it's between these two teams for the championship, AFC championship, it might be home field advantage that that decides it here. So, Dude, the top of the AFC is stacked. Give me like, what's, who's your guys like top five if you had to right now in the AFC? Because like. It's so hard between the teams at the top. They're very close. And I didn't think the Chiefs would be this low, but I'd probably go like Buffalo, Baltimore. Indianapolis. (laughs) (laughs) You know, oh God, Buffalo, Baltimore, probably. I'd still go Cleveland, then Kansas City. And I don't know, I guess maybe the Chargers fit. Chargers. Bengals, maybe. I mean, I mean, the Bengals have looked pretty good. You have like this this group of teams: the the Titans, the Bengals, the Raiders. That they're, they're on the cusp, but you're gonna see how no good way. the Bengals are next week when they go to Baltimore. See if they're the real deal or not. I would probably go Buffalo, Baltimore. Then I would probably go the Chiefs. I still, I still think the Chiefs are underperforming a lot. I still think they can get it together. Then the Chargers, then Cleveland. It almost feels like the rest, I guess you can include Chargers, but after the top five, it's like there's a very clear tier break, like exactly what KB just said. Then you have some other good teams. You know, there's the Bengals, the Raiders, whoever else. But it's like, it's almost like we can see the playoff picture already, and it's hard to envision it changing a whole we're, lot. Yeah, we're fucking six weeks in, and we can already see who's probably gonna make it. Yep. Which until the Colts win out and go thirteen and four. Oh my god! The <laughs> Colts. Uh, speaking of the Browns, I wanted your guys' reaction on that game. Was it more the Cardinals are that good, or, I mean, the Browns' offensive problems that we've been talking about this for weeks? I think it finally came to fruition just baker doesn't look great um everyone who was saying kareem hunt should be a number one running back fuck you because i didn't think he looked that great either Jesus. um so impressive. Then, <laughs> uh and then again odell has a quiet game i mean five for 79 it, it, he got more targets it's i think bad. a lot of it was garbage time too so like baker is hurt yeah. yeah, yeah. Separated that shoulder again. Right? He dislocated it again. I mean, it like there's such a small margin for error when it comes to 
throwing a football, I got to imagine that's affecting him somewhat. And for a guy that I think is good, but not elite, even a slight drop off can, you know, make quite a big difference. Um, I think it's a mixture of both. I said last week I was a little bit worried about the Browns. I also think they probably played the toughest schedule in football so far. I don't know the actual numbers on that, but just from my memory, every time I look at their schedule, I'm like, damn. I mean, they're three and three, but they're Cardinals, Chiefs, um, who else? Chargers. 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 Like, they're playing some good teams. The unfortunate thing is they still have, they've still got the Ravens. Twice. Twice. They've still got Green Bay. They have to go to Foxborough. They got the Bengals twice. They got the Broncos next week on Thursday, and Kareem Hunt's out several weeks because of uh, a cast. And uh, JOK's out four to six weeks. Who is like their best player outside of Miles Garrett so far. Hey, not all my my drafts are whiffs. As long as they don't go to the Chargers, I'm going to hit on guys like (laughs) And Baker says he's going to play through his shoulder injury, so that's. Uh, I, I mean, you have to that. at this point. You're three and three I mean, yeah. in, in a yeah. in a conference where we've already said there's a clear tier of top teams. Like you need to be able to keep up with the likes of the Bengals and the Raiders and the Steelers, who you know, because of an easy schedule or whatever, they continue to get wins. So yeah, he's earned a contract too. That's yeah. True. Like, <laughs> He's it's, got his whole livelihood on the line here. Better play through a broken shoulder or a separated shoulder. Yeah. Oh, that's tricky. What do you what do you, what do you guys think about the Cardinals? Kyler's legit, man. That guy. He's so good. Also, what the fuck AJ Green now having the resurgence of his career? Uh it's uh it was a Bengals thing. <laughs> He just didn't want to be there, man. <laughs> also, this defensive front continues to play well. They had another five sacks on Baker. Like, I don't know if I want to call them legit. I, I, I'm still like, what is this defense? What's their What's their ceiling here? Um, I, they played a Trey Lance led offense two weeks hey. ago, which, I mean, it's a rookie. We love Trey so. Lance. Uh, but I mean, they they quieted down the Rams and the Browns, um, yeah, and then they get to the fucking Texans next week. So like, maybe once they have that Packer game, we kind of can gauge where they're at. But um, yeah, that's a huge spread. Yeah, what is it at? Seventeen and a half, I think. Holy shit! Holy shit! <laughs> that's gonna be a hell of a game. Now that you mentioned that, KB, it's probably. Because we play the football team, it's probably six and one Packers against the seven and zero Cardinals. That's a oh, Thursday night Thursday. game too. Is That's it? a Thursday night game. What? Yeah. So like, oh my god. Well, at least it's a good Thursday night game. Sheesh. Yeah, we haven't had those in a while. <laughs> um, we did this for the AFC. What? What about like who are your top five in the NFC? Chino, since you have two NFC teams, why don't you? Start? <laughs> Yo, fuck you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> like it's definitely like I put the Cardinals, Cowboys, the Rams, and the Packers. Is this in order? It, no, no order. 
He said put them in order. Oh, he did it? Oh, yeah, I'm yeah sorry. Like, like rank them. We know who the good teams are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd definitely go, I'd probably go Cardinals, Packers, Rams, Cowboys, Bucks. I was, five. Like, I was like, tell me, I was like, tell me he's gonna say the Bucks. No, no, no I'm gonna say the Every Bucks. time you said one, I was like, getting closer, getting closer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I definitely. I I would probably still put the Bucks at number one. Really? I would also put the Bucks at number one. I just feel like that secondary is just it all. It, it guaranteed it is beat up, but it's You're still right. it's still shaky to me. You're right. Like right now. I don't think so because they're so banged up. But I'm trying to like because it's not season ending for yeah. a lot of it. I'm trying to like you know. Yeah, I'm just thinking like a right now. Um, and Jamel Dean was back, so that helps. Clear like it clearly made a big difference. Um, out a couple weeks. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> he's not really good. Hopefully, I think he he was just a placeholder until they got back. So I mean, hopefully he can just. I, I'll be surprised if he sees the field again. Yeah. Uh, man, I'm probably gonna go like Bucks one. I think Cowboys two. I, I think gun to my head, if the Cowboys played either the Rams, the Packers, or the Cardinals, I would, I would pick the Cowboys. Yeah, I would that, definitely have the, those West teams at the bottom of the top five. I think Dallas, Green Bay, and Tampa Bay are all better than them. They would probably beat them on a neutral really? field. Yeah. Bro, if that Green Bay, Bay was... is better than Los Angeles. If yes. they were fully healthy, I, w- I would agree with that. Yeah. Maybe. We are pretty like with a healthy though. Jair, um, you get your injured guys Bacchiari. back. Bacchiari. Yeah. He's supposed to be practicing, so he'll be back soon. Yeah, we, he, he was eligible. I, I think he's got like a three week window now like i think because he's back at practice yeah bro it's also like it's like that cowboys offense is fucking electric bro deck is everything we wanted that, that guy just balling out playing out of his mind you want y'all want to just go in like the cowboys cowboys pass game yeah bro this guy is fucking insane i think it was by the fucking first quarter he was already at 150 yards which is insane. CD Lamb. Jesus Christ, I love him. He's so good, man. I wanted him to. I did I when during the draft, I didn't think he was gonna follow us at all. I thought we were gonna because I wanted JC Horn. But you know, we got CD. I, I was hyped. We got another weapon. Also those are different draft classes. Those are different drafts, oh shit. Um I'm, I'm out of it. I'm sorry. It's been a long week, man. It's been a long day today. That's my bad. It's a long week. It's Monday. Shut the fuck up, G. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Long week. It's Monday. Sure, I didn't think he was going to fall that far either. You know what I mean? Though? Um, but that Y'all press... got Micah Parsons that draft, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, that Dak should have been in on that touchdown in the fourth quarter. That's That was complete bullshit. That just from the fumble it. And Trayvon Diggs went big for us again. And then that next play where they scored, I don't think that was on Not him. Bro. That was on the safety, bro. That was on he the still safety. He's he, no, he did. He got turned everyone around. Was, everyone he was sucking Trayvon D- Diggs' dick after that 
deflection interception that bro i saw I mean, any cornerback should make and then he gets beat the very next play bro i it, saw it, it took both of them fucking up for that touchdown. i saw it again bro it's on the safety that he took a terrible cut it honestly reminded me of i know it's completely different leagues but it reminded me of college when ut played oklahoma state on halloween the infamous halloween game when the safety just undercut them and just completely whiffed and oklahoma state went to win that game but forget about that. That game still makes me cry. But that safety's just he should have got him right there. That's on him. When you yeah, when you watch it, Diggs gets beat. But the safety should have been there to clean up the play. Like yeah. if it's completion, fine, but you just make a tackle right there. Um it was that decision. He looked like haha Clinton Dix. That that's, what so reminded, true. that's what it reminded me of. I was like, wow. Right, <laughs> oh, fuck that guy. Bro, and that we was Kendrick. That, Bourne, that was Kendrick Bourne's only fucking catch that day. To send that bitch over something. Mac Jones looked pretty good. I liked it. I mean, he looks good. I thought. I mean, he threw a pick to, of course, Trayvon Diggs, but so was everybody that he's played. Um, I'm just saying. I thought he looked. You know, he's a rookie still. I like to you know see how these guys are looking. I thought he looked decent. He looked better than Justin Fields. That's for. That's for damn sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, all right. With the Cowboys, I think this the story here is actually just their offensive line. They've been dominating, and they make Zeke and Tony Pollard look very, very good. Uh, Zach Martin and Tyron Smith killing it. I, I think they get Lael Collins back. Yeah. So, I mean. Team reminds me of the 2018 Chiefs. Yeah. Their offensive firepower is just, like, it's hard. It makes it hard to pick against them. And... Their defense has looked good, but I honestly still don't think it's very good. I think right. they can, you know, take advantage of some opportunities, uh, and and that's all they need to do to just let the offense outscore everyone, which is exactly how the Chiefs were winning games that year. Um, they're 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 a legit contender, man. They're so good. And for what Chino said before, talking about CeeDee Lamb, I hope this is not any of you guys that I'm about to dunk on, but. I feel the majority of people, at least from what I saw just anecdotally, were clowning that pick because their wide receiver core was already good. It's like you have so many issues, you have defensive issues, whatever. Why do you need, why a wide receiver? Why a wide receiver? This is why. This is exactly why. So can we stop? Can we stop with the, you know, you don't need, we have Amari Cooper and like a decent number two, we're fine. No, if you want to be the 2018 Chiefs or one of these extremely high-powered offenses, you need the weapons. And that they, it was a great pick. Well, I have a the, question. Considering the, ne- the next cornerback taken after CeeDee Lamb was Damon Arnett, they made a nice pick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how KB would have liked Damon Arnett there. <laughs> Turn. What's up? What was that word? Anawitically? <laughs> Anecdotally, anecdotally, I've never heard that word at all. That blew me away. Open a book, Chino. No, yeah, no, no. just it. smell it. See what it smells like. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, it's it's anecdotal. Like I don't have like numbers to back that up, but I'm just saying from what I saw, you know, people were clowning that. Hey man, I love your vocabulary. No, thank you. I appreciate that. You know, uh, I gotta have something. <laughs> um, just real quick we- on this game. Uh, yeah. I really liked what I saw from Mac Jones at the end of the game. The poise. Um, there were a couple of plays where um, 
or even like pre-snap where a lot of the guys just weren't getting set and he was showing his, his true leadership there. Um, he understands the offense. Unfortunately, you know, the weapons that New England has, it just wasn't enough to beat the Dallas on that get, on on Sunday. But um, I think there there's potential for Mac Jones and this offense to be very good in a couple of years, maybe even next year if they can get some better weapons. I do not like the Johnny Smith, Hunter Henry, Nelson Aguilar. That whole receiving core is just garbage. Jacoby Myers, Kendrick. I Bourne. like Jacoby Myers actually, but um, one he doesn't get any. Uh, red zone looks yeah yeah i mean did you see that crazy set it's like he has like 200 career receptions and none of them's for a touchdown i think he's like second most receptions all time without getting a touchdown yeah that's insane also before we move off this game just shout out ramondre stevenson for being an absolute beast just an absolute (laughs) monster we've been waiting for it ever since that preseason game where he was just rumbling bumbling um can we talk about a team real quick that's not good just because it'll make me feel warm and fuzzy inside? Go for it. And I'm not talking about the Bears, actually. That one we can get to. Uh, I'm talking about the Panthers. Okay. <laughs> Remember when this team was 3-0 and and everyone was like, oh, oh, look at Panthers. Darnold season, baby. <laughs> the Panthers suck. Sam Darnold sucks. He's so bad. You know who he reminds me of? I went and I was watching that game at work today. He looks like Mitch Trubisky. Jesus Christ. <laughs> He looks like Mitch Trubisky with Chicago and it, it even was kind of talked about it in that way because he had a nice drive at the end of the game to like give them a shot to win. And it, oh, he's clutch, blah, blah, blah. That's exactly what people used to say about Mitchell Trubisky. It's like, bro, you do not get credit for almost putting out a fire that you started. Sorry. It, it doesn't work like that. Are you Are you guys out on this team or do you still think they can like make a wild card push like because they have joe brady they can still somehow pull off a wild card but i feel like it's gonna be very close i'm looking at the schedule now there's it's no shot, easy dude. also i was the only one that took the bike what do you mean they got the they have the giants <coughs> the falcons they still have to play the Cardinals, the Bills, and they have two games with the Bucks left. Yes. They also have the Giants, the Falcons, the football team, the Dolphins, the Falcons again. I mean, the Dolphins, I know they lost the Jags, but they'll be better with Tua. Maybe Tua by played then. against the Jags. Tua looked good in that game. He had a couple of bad throws. That, he, yeah, that interception, interception was, was that was that, god awful. Right. Of course. Yeah. It was a, just a it was a terrible decision. But throw for throw basis, like you cannot you could not possibly watch that game and tell me that they didn't look like a different offense than when Jacoby Brissett was. No, they did. That's why I'm saying like that's a winnable game against a, a Panthers defense that looks very mediocre now that they've played good teams. Um, and it sucks for – I feel bad for Robbie Anderson especially because he had such a great year. And the fact that Sam Darnold can't get him the ball past 20 yards because he's – I mean, he, he has one job. He has – to beat everyone down the field and he can consistently do that. But when you have a quarterback who can't make that throw, he's basically invisible in this offense. Mm. Quarterback that can't make that throw. It's also mm. that DJ Moore is just a way better player than him, but well, that's true, but also well, you, you need know, both poor... of them to, to kind of work no, together on that. That's poor why that Robbie offense Anderson. looked great with Teddy Bridgewater. 
Robbie um, Anderson. He gets away from Sam Darnold, leaves the Jets, and Sam Darnold follows him like the boogeyman. Caroline. (laughs) Well, yeah, I agree. Sam Darnold played terrible. He attempted 41 passes, only completed 17. He was awful. I don't even know how they scored fucking 28 points in this game. There were some terrible drops. He had a lot of drops. I'll say that. But despite the drops, like you could take all those snaps out of the game and he still looked like horse meat. So, and, well, and Kirk Cousins looks good again. Yeah. DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson combined for 24 targets, eight receptions. Jesus. Horrible. Gross. Vikings are scaring me, man. They have the potential. Because they're better than the Bears? <laughs> Uh, well, let's wait till we ball in, bro. Um, let's talk about the Bears. <laughs> let's talk about the Bears. You mean Aaron Rodgers? I've had some time own? to think about this and to rewatch the game. Oh boy, I can't wait. Here we to go. Hear this. Here we go. You sound like so stupid. I can't wait to hear. This. <laughs> we got absolutely shafted by the officiating. Oh, this game. here oh. we go. It, I knew it, it was coming. It, the fucking momentum change. We momentum. have a great drive. Andy brings in momentum. I'm gonna have a coronary. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the the off the blatant offsides on that interception. They need to throw a flag there. Like everyone in the stadium thought that there was. That's why he made the throw. And then there were a couple other the un the unsportsmanlike conduct on Mario Edwards after it was Aaron Rodgers who had the face mask, the fucking timeout debacle where he calls a timeout to delay a game, stopped any momentum the Bears had. Yes, I am saying momentum, you fuck. Turns about and then, momentum you know, did, did that did that delay of game cause Joseph Fields to take a thirteen yard sack on the next play, or do those yeah. go hand in hand or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it wouldn't happen. Because the play would have never happened. Got it. Right. Okay. Momentum. Um, sure. But besides that, I mean the, the safeties. They're god awful. Uh, I'm I'm so done with Eddie Jackson and Deshaun Gibson. He sucks too. Um, the amount of big plays that they gave up, and the lack of I mean Aaron Jones and fucking Dylan. They they would go out for big runs, and it doesn't help when you have safeties who can't tackle. Because then that that's I'm I'm done with this defense. <laughs> At least the back the the back end of it. They can't cover for shit. Yeah. And then offensively, I don't know why Allen Robinson is having a bad year. Um, it's not for lack of targets. I don't think the route running, the plays that they're calling for him just don't seem right. It doesn't fit a skill set. Um, again, maybe it's just because Mr. Bisky, he would target Allen Robinson every game. Maybe this is what. You know, Matt Nagy, Bill Lazor, they envisioned using Allen Robinson as. But um, it is disappointing for him to be having this awful year during a contract year. I think you got to give Justin Fields some time. He's got the same issue that I, like, I'm going to stay consistent. I think this is a reason Tua needs a lot of the benefit of the doubt, that he is used to, like Justin Fields, think about the receivers he was throwing to and like how that offense was operating. It just was all there. And it takes these guys a while to get used to it not being there. Like they really need 
a lot of time. And he has had even less time than a lot of these other rookies because he's taken so long to start. So I think you got to give him some credit there. I will, despite being a Packer fan, I'm probably going to sound like a homer. I will push back on your whole officiating, you know, thing. It, the refs were terrible in that game, but they were bad both ways. We probably got a couple more breaks than you did, but you also put up 14 points. Like, the, a few bad calls doesn't isn't responsible for that. Like, the Bears just got... Yeah, the offense de- definitely disappeared after that first drive and didn't show up until the last half of the fourth quarter. And to what you were saying, I don't think Joseph Fields played a bad game at all. It's just... Uh, Certain factors, the defense, um, receivers not getting open, the offensive line not holding up. Um, it's it's nice. I guess that's a silver lining. It's nice knowing that the quarterback isn't at fault here, and it's the rest of the team, and hopefully they address this. Um, other than that, like Julio Herbert had a big game. I liked what he did. But, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, he does own the Bears. Like, you can't fucking deny that. He has, see, did, he's 22-5. Did you see what Kyle Brandt said? On Good Morning Football, no, I retweeted that clip. He's a Bears fan, I'm pretty sure. And he was just like, "You guys are Chicago, Illinois. I expect better from you, okay? Don't taunt Aaron Rodgers. Don't hit, sit here and talk about the refs, okay? He does own us, all right? It, it happens. It won't last forever, but it's the truth." It, like, it is. It is. It definitely it is. is. Bro, the shadow behind you just freaked me out, and I keep seeing like the your your wall turn blue, and it's <laughs> tripping me out. Well, it's because the I got Monday Night Football on, which yeah, bro. This is also like the here. first time that I'm here recording. Now that you have Anna living with you, mm-hmm. I've missed that much, <laughs> and it's tripping yeah, me out each time. Yeah, get on the podcast. <laughs> also, I gotta rewatch yeah. to see what happened because I was talking about the Aaron Rodgers just bending the Bears over yet again. But the Bills were like inside the five yard line and somehow have three points. If they took a field goal there, I'm gonna I'm gonna riot on Twitter. I would assume they <laughs> kicked the field goal. Bro, seeing Terry ran works. on Twitter on Sundays is the best part of Sunday. It's the funniest thing, bro. Well, I got one thing on Justin Fields. Yeah. Um a lot of the things that people were talking about when he was coming out was he doesn't get past his first read very often. But when your first read is Chris Olave, he's always open. So you always just – it's kind of hard to move off your first read when he's just always open. So that's, again, why I agree with Taryn, that you got to give him some time because, like, Chris Olave is a monster in college. He still is. He just knows how to separate and get open. When you have a guy like that, and even, obviously, Garrett Wilson is maybe just as good. It's all right. <laughs> I had to do some. I had to do more studying on them, but I'll come to a decision eventually. Uh, but they're both mainly open, like ninety-five percent of the time. So it's something to get used to with these NFL secondaries. Yeah, I, I do yeah. not think people give that like enough credence that these guys that come from schools that are have elite offenses and their wide receiver threes are you know like first round nfl wide receivers like there's a a jump in skill and 
and like speed of the game regardless and if you're going for some from something where like everything is handed to you on a silver platter to not only just an nfl team where it's not like that but a not very good nfl team with not maybe not a great offense or not amazing weapons there's a huge adjustment period there and we got to give these guys some time not everyone is justin herbert or like joe burrow and can have hit the ground running as a rookie that these guys take some some time a lot of times it doesn't mean that they're not going to be good but the bears still suck how long is uh mbs out he should be back this week next okay. week this coming i the one thing with the packers they for them to be elite they really need that guy over the top to, we to thread it. oh yeah yeah um It'll just free up Devontae Adams even more. I mean, he had a huge game against us already, but, um, you know, if you have someone over the top to threaten that the secondary, which is awful, I think Devontae Adams has at least, like, 10 catches and fucking 200 yards or some shit. Like, he is definitely the linchpin. And with Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he looks great. I know he had a shaky first game, but um, he looks like he's back all in and... Um, yeah, I'm excited to see this come together for them. And, you know, with that game against Carol or Arizona, I think that'll be a, a good uh, measuring stick for both teams to see where they're at. Yeah, absolutely. How about, how about week one, man? The the Bills losing to the Steelers and the Packers getting abs- the doors blown off by the Saints. It's just it's a week-to-week league, man. You never, just, you never know. It's just a week one. You never know what's gonna happen. Um, but one last thing is, uh, Mario Edwards should be given a 15 yard penalty every game for just being terrible. So he sucks, bro. <laughs> He's absolutely garbage. He probably deserved the penalty. <laughs> they- even if even if there was no call, he deserved it for being terrible. That's all I have to say on that. Bro, there's no cap space. We don't have draft capital. I don't know how we're going to make this team better. <laughs> uh, well, Alan Robinson's probably going to leave, so you got you got that coming on. Hire Joe Brady's your coach. That'd be nice. Hire uh, Luke Fickle. Or that. Do you? I would Eagle? love Luke Fickle as a bear. Maybe try and get Ryan Day. See if Ryan Day will leave. Does this team even fire him if they finish like seven and ten? If they don't fire them, this is a garbage organization, and they are should be ashamed of themselves already. Um, yeah. Even with the five hundred record, even if we make the playoffs, if it ends up being, I think best case scenario is we end up where we were last year. We sneak into the playoffs, losing the game, losing the first game. I still think even then, Matt Nagy's probably gone. You think Ryan Pace is gone too? I think he has something on Ted Phillips on that. He has something on them. Like, there's no reason why he should he's be. Got a sex tape or something? Yeah, yeah, something. Maybe he's think, secretly uh... dating Virginia McCaskey. I, I don't fucking know. Like, <laughs> I think uh, Ryan Pace has uh, saved his job when he traded up to get Justin Fields, because now he can hang his hat on this quarterback, and I think they'll maybe give him. At least another year or two, just to see how Justin Fields develops. Yeah, that was the move, right? That's why Matt Nagy didn't want to start him. 
buy him some more time. But Matt Nagy's going to fall on the sword. He's going to fall on the sword first, unfortunately, before Ryan Pace does. So um, one domino has to fall before the other. So I'm looking forward to Matt Nagy leaving the Chicago Bears. It'll make us a better team for sure. Would you be upset if the Bears fired Matt Nagy, who was a former offensive coordinator from Kansas City and hired their current offensive coordinator from Kansas City and Eric Bieniemy? That's what's going to happen, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Go Bears. The Bears would never do something like that, would they? We don't need that. Like, this is what I was saying last week. Pick a just pick an identity. Like, I'm just we're a run heavy offense and then a strong defense. Like that's always been the Chicago Bears. So, don't try to that, get away from that. No, do try to get away from that. You don't have to. Be, you're not though. Like your defense isn't good enough to hang your hat on that. And you can have not a this year, but it if, it was it was. <laughs> If if you if we think Justin Fields is a franchise quarterback, then you do not need nor want to be the run the ball and play defense team. Because then you just end up being the Seahawks, and even if Justin Fields is good, he's probably not Russell Wilson. And also, you're not in a position to create any sort of Legion of Boom, so... <laughs> yeah. I don't think you know <laughs> that, that secondary. Yeah, no. so um, I, w- I wonder where they go if they do fire Matt Nagy. I know because the universe just hates me that it's going to be Joe Brady, and I'm going to cry because it's going to be fantastic. And they could still have Mitchell Trubisky, and they still have a good offense with that dude. And he makes I Sam can, Darnold look like an NFL player. I can see them going the college route. Maybe get a – even if it's not fickle, maybe it's – um. oh, my God, Matt Campbell from uh, Iowa State. Maybe it's Mario Cristobal. Maybe if he, if he leaves Oregon. Who knows? I don't think they go college. You don't? They, they haven't gone maybe. college in a while. It's been – I mean, unless it's someone that comes out of nowhere – the NFL guys that I think, I mean, Joe Brady, obviously, I can't, I keep stroking him over and over again. Brian um, Dable. Brian Dable would be good. Lombardi? Maybe. Do you think uh, Greg Roman leaves? No. No? No. Is there any defensive I, guys? I don't think the Ravens let Greg Roman leave because I think if Greg Roman leaves, that team falls apart. I think they'll be like, look, we know you're not a coach, but we'll give you whatever. You will 72 versions. You're not going anywhere. Because that offense that he creates for Lamar Jackson is the reason that they are the way that they are. What defensive guys would be good? Do they just promote Sean Desai? No. <laughs> you better hope not. If they were, if for some reason they didn't want to pay a head coach, maybe, but. He's looked pretty good, to be fair. I still think that would be an awful decision, don't get me wrong. But for having a lot of bad players, the defense hasn't been. Uh, I'm trying Do to they look. bring in Mike LaFleur to counteract the Packers? <laughs> <laughs> um, That's funny. I could see 
If they go defensive, I could see Todd Bowles or Raheem Morris. Even then, I don't. Yeah, but you've seen what Todd Bowles can do as a head coach. Is there any, is there any way that a big name guy gets fired this year because the team is bad and it's just time to move on, like Pete Carroll? I don't see the Bears that comes him. in. Here's here's a weird one. Josh yeah. McDaniels. Vic. Fangio. I know people are looking at him. If he gets fired, <laughs> if he gets fired, do you think he goes back to the Bears? That would be hilarious. I don't think he gets fired. If they keep playing like this, they didn't have expectations to begin this year. I mean, they were expected yeah, they to be had... a 500 team, and that's what they are right now. Right now. Okay. Also, what if all shit hits I, the fan? I, I just gotta say, we've been talking about coaches for a while, but I think it's a good conversation. I gotta say about the Josh McDaniels thing. I've been on the him for head coach bandwagon for years now. That's who I wanted the Packers to hire when we fired McCarthy. He's not leaving. Fuck him, McCarthy. Him and Belichick touched tips, and <laughs> Belichick told him that you're going to be the head coach of this team when I'm done, and that's why he hasn't left. That's He's... why he went back when the Colts hired him. They, they actually had his contract. Yep. He probably talked to Belichick. And Belichick was like, yeah, once I retire, you're going to be a head coach here. Come And maybe, I don't know if he gave him a time frame or whatever, but he went back, and that's why we hired Frank Reich, which I, I love, to be honest. I don't really. It's still a great hire. Do you guys think but, Mike Tomlin's on the hot seat if Pittsburgh has a if they? I don't think so. No, I think Ben's looked so bad that no one in their him. mind is going to blame him. Do you think Stefanski's on the hot seat? He just no shot. No shot. He just won coach of the year. Yeah, but they have Super Bowl expectations and they're fucking three and three. Yeah, well, the they also have a quarterback who dislocated his shoulder a couple times. Yeah. I mean, other than that, I, I don't. I mean, let's see. I mean, it's going to, like, we're saying all these options too, but in. In reality, it could be pretty competitive. I think the Bears lucked out that the Bengals and the Cardinals are both good. Because if you had asked me preseason, two of the coaches I would have guessed to be fired would be Zach Taylor and Cliff Kingsbury. But unless one of those teams fall off a cliff, I don't see that happening. And Cliff, you get it. Um, Shanahan? Shanahan. <laughs> nice, G. Kyle Shanahan? I don't think you should tell fire Shanahan. You're out of your mind, dude. Yeah, he no. could go 0-17 and they wouldn't fire him. He's way too good of a coach. <laughs> no way. Um, I mean, there's going to be... There's, like, not a lot of great... There's a couple, I think, that are great head coaching candidates, but outside of that, it's really just a toss-up. And now there's a decent amount of openings. I think Eagles will still have an opening. I don't think they stay with Sirianni after this year. <laughs> Jags with Urban Meyer, probably not. The Texans are not going to stay with the uh, Caldwell. Uh, Caldwell. The Raiders have a surprise opening. A lot of competition in going to be in the coaching market, and it's only week six. Yeah. So, if my the... my bet to actually be the first coach coach fired was fucking Zach Taylor, <laughs> so I was on that oh, yeah. bandwagon yeah. with you. It's a good bet. Yeah, I would have. I would have said. If the Bears went college, I thought they would have gone Pat Fitzgerald 
from Northwestern, but he just got like a million year contract. So, are you not a Luke Fickle guy? This is a Cincinnati Bearcats podcast. Absolutely, we no, no, I am. Like, I, I would prefer it, but I think, I think internally, if they were gonna choose college, they would have stuck with the guy that was close here, and everyone knows in the city of Chicago. So, are we all getting? But since, yeah, since he Luke now? Fickle would be fucking fire. Before well, we, Luke, Fick- Luke Fickle's a Big Ten guy. Like, if Ryan Day ever leaves Ohio State. Oh, yeah, he takes that, for uh, sure. Luke Fickle is the number one candidate for that job. Um, Real quick, before we close out, first of all, first quarter is almost done, and the Titans are hanging in there. They have the ball and are only down 3-0. KB, oh, since the you're the state. only one that has a coach that is likely going to be fired, if you could hire one coach... If you got to make the decision for the Bears at the end of the season, say they fire him and you get to make the call, who who would you hire of like any of the guys we mentioned? Just say they would take it. I'm just curious. You keep saying Joe Brady, that would be nice. Um, Josh McDaniels, I've always eyed for a head coaching role. I think he'd be great with the Bears. Um, so I'd probably lean him. And then college, Luke Fickle, I think he'd be a great bear, but uh, I know there's a lot of college opportunities opening up for him, so we'll see. All right. Interesting. I hope to God Joe Brady is not the head coach of the Chicago Bears. That would be highly upsetting. Also, one other name. Do you think Raheem Morris leaves like Brandon Staley did? Yeah. Yeah. Is is the market for him going to be the same as Brandon Staley? I have no idea. I mean, maybe he maybe he leaves, but I think after what Brandon Staley did to that with that defense, there was a, a want for him. And now, as he has been a head coach, the way he talks, I guarantee you every team that interviewed him wanted him. Oh, probably. So... Maybe. How many jobs do we think open up after this season? I know there's like a number. Usually there's like four to six. Like, I think Pete Carroll's definitely gone. You do, you? Mad Nagy. I mean, if they have a losing season and he's already old as shit, like. Yeah, but they're probably just going to blame it on Russell Wilson's injury and just chalk it up to that. They can't keep running back that same shit, though, especially with the West and how it's going. I'm not saying they should. I'm saying that's what they're going to do. I mean, Vegas, obviously, is open. Raiders, Bears. Bears. Texans, Jaguars. Texans, Jaguars. That's four. I mean, if you think Seahawks, that's five. Do the Giants go with the new coach? No, I don't, but I think they should. You think, think Rivera's on the hot seat? I do. I I no. think, if anything, they get rid of Gettleman. They should have done that a long time ago. Exactly. They should get rid of Gettleman and Jason Garrett. I, I do not think Rivera's on the hot seat, no. If the Vikings fall off a cliff, Zimmer, maybe? A lot of yeah. this is projection-based. Yeah, but but I think that's... I think the Vikings are too good for that. I don't think they fall off the cliff. So I mean, if they do, that's a that's a good call, but I just don't see it happening. 
You might get like you a can... surprise retirement from like fucking Bruce Arians or some shit. Or you can say the same thing about the Vikings as the Broncos. If they like have a bad stretch of games, Vic Fangio, I think, could be gone. What do you guys think about Vrabel? I think Vrabel. No, they they love him down there. They love him. Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad fire. I really like Vrabel as a person, but I don't locker know room guy. Yeah, he's just like Matt Campbell with less emotion. <laughs> hey, KB. Just so you know, your boy Kyle Schwarber just hit a grand slam. And fucking Jack hit a two run and homer to tie the game. <laughs> oh my god. All the the X Cubs are just. Yeah. Imagine if they were all on the same team and we could make a playoff run. Yeah, people oh, thrive when they. Bro, I saw Jock hit that home run. I immediately thought of KB. And by when we went, when we were all in Chicago. Oh my. Also, Tannehill just threw a pick. Shout out Tannehill for throwing interceptions. Tannehill threw a pick? <laughs> Am I behind or ahead? Because I'm looking at a Geico commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I uh, got a gecko on my screen right now, man. I don't see nothing. You're definitely not because it's the end of the first right now. Okay. I must have just right. your recording. Anyway, um, I think we, yeah, we touched on pretty much everything unless you guys got anything else. Go Bearcats. No. Right, yeah. <laughs> this is a Bearcat podcast. Yeah. This is a Cincinnati Bearcat podcast. We're all going to have Bearcat shirts next episode. Probably not. I have doubted the fact. <laughs> we, we've said <laughs> um, that so many times, that's not happening. <laughs> But yeah, definitely keep on the lookout. We're the NBA season starting, so um, we're gonna be talking about that. The NHL season then, has started. The NHL also, the MLB started. postseason is going is oh, underway right now. Yeah, a lot going on. College football it's too. Not, um, I love college. I know football. G's G's itching for his college football talk. So we're gonna be uh we're gonna be meeting as as hosts here and discussing the schedule with all these sports going on at once um probably going to be putting out additional episodes uh, so after we discuss that we'll let you guys know what that looks like yeah a lot of fun content coming all the way be on the lookout um yeah you can reach us at the dump off pod on all socials it is at the dump off on tiktok uh you can reach me at kb Sumswag on twitter taryn <laughs> sorry i was making a face because josh allen just threw the weirdest Pass I've ever seen. It must have gotten tipped because it was just a duck. Yeah, it got tipped. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can find me at Taryn Caravella on uh, on Twitter and Instagram. G. Uh, you can find me at G Martini on Twitter, not Gianluca Martini on Instagram. Uh, Gino. Gianluca. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Ichino12 and on Twitter at Fettuccino12. It's not Fettuccini Alfredo, like y'all fucking assholes said. <laughs> You can also find Dilly at Dylan Clark twenty three on Twitter. Anything else, boys? That uh, that is it. I believe we will see you guys Friday for the week seven preview. Yep. Yep. See y'all Friday. Go Bearcats. Later.